Welcome to another episode of Brew Roots. I'm Erica. And I'm Matt. And this is the podcast that tells you the stories behind your favorite beer. Each week we take a look behind the scenes at the craft beer industry. And now, on to the episode. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Hey. And if you hear all those wonderful voices, you know that we are... Back together again. All three of us. Reunited. And it feels so, so good. good. It does feel pretty lit, don't it? Nice. It does. We've had a a weird couple weeks. We've had a very weird couple yep. of weeks. Yeah. I do not know how to feel about we should, it yet. We should play Never Have I Ever real quick. Ooh. Uh, what? Okay. Never Have I Ever hiked Machu Picchu. Hmm. Oh. I have. Weird. <laughs> Ryan, have you ever hiked Machu Picchu? No. Does that mean drink? (laughs) (laughs) It means drink, but we're not going to get to that just yet. Erica, welcome back. Thank you. You hiked Machu Picchu, as many of our listeners couldn't tell by that intro. How was it? It was amazing. Yeah. I saw Erica for the first time last Friday, and my first response to her was, you look taller. Oh, yes, right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Erica looked taller from hiking I grew hiking in the Andean Machu mountains. Picture. Yes. And not only do you look taller, but Ryan is more of a scholar. Yep. I try. Yeah. Because he was stuck at school all last all, week. Literally all week. Making those grades. Yeet. I was I was doing some sounds is what I was doing. I was opening up a show. How'd that show go? Um, it actually went really well. Um, it, was, it was a lot of work. But it was a lot of fun. So cool. it, it runs for a couple of weeks. So at least I get that satisfactory because yes. most of the shows over at BU only last like four days or something. So this show was runs. Extra. Yeah, it runs a lot longer. So nice. it was a lot of fun. So did you drink anything to help you get through the week? Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> so many things. Um, <laughs> well, I went back to that bar in Boston that I talked about that one time that never had the beer that I asked oh, for. Oh, that story that everyone loved? Yeah, yeah. that oh, yeah, story. Yeah. So many DMs about that yeah. story. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I went back there and um, I ordered my first beer and they had it. And I believe that was a Lone Pine. Wow. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So that was cool. And Erica, cool. Peru, where Machu Picchu exists, is known for a specific type of beer, aren't they? Yeah, they're known for chicha. So that is their local... spit beer? (laughs) Yeah, they don't spit in it anymore. That's just how they used to make it back in the ancient I did a little bit of research about that. Mm. The thought process is is they chew maize or corn to get the sugar. Yeah, to start the process of fermentation. And they spit it in there. That's stupid. I would want the spit one. If I'm going to try it, I want the spit one. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't know. How do you know that it wasn't spit one? I guess I don't know for sure. But what I've heard is that they don't do that anymore. I love when people bitch and they say, oh, this beer is not true to brand. Like, or true to style. <laughs> what does that even that mean? That chicha beer was so like, true to style. No, but it's like, <laughs> sometimes you don't want things to be true to style. <laughs> like, would you really want yeah. to have spit beer? I mean, like, it would all go out in fermentation, like... Yeah, because it's boiled, but... Right. Yeah. So... I would try it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So R- Ryan, would you try spit beer? No. Loser. Have you ever had, like, the bottom of someone else's beer? Because that's basically yeah, what it is. Um, basically because, spit beer. Because every time you leave my house to record, you always leave, like, half a beer. Well, yeah. And I end up drinking it because that's a waste of a beer. <laughs> hey, spit beer. There you go. So we're back. We are better than ever. 
because we're like refreshed kind of too. Like we took Yeah, we're amped up. Yeah. Ryan is finishing up with school. Work is still busy for me and mm-hmm. work's still busy, I'm sure, for Erica. Yeah. But we're here. We are. And uh, we have an exciting episode this week. You bet Yo, we I'm, do. I'm excited for this. Yeah. This is going to be a cool conversation. Yes. Conversation. So, Matt, what are we talking about today? Oh, that's a really good question. So, in our group text message, believe it or not, we planned some things out. We were originally going to be talking about beer trends. And we kind of deviated from that in talking about Erica. Kind of like extinct or dead styles. Which was so much beer. cooler because yeah. we're pretty much six months away from Halloween. And why not kick off Halloween season a little bit earlier and talk about... Sure, let's kick it off in the summer. Yeah. Let's, let's talk not? about dead beers. Super early. Yeah. I wouldn't be the, uh, the the phrase I would have used for That's, that. Yeah, yeah, no, that wasn't the way I would have gone into <laughs> no. this episode, but well, hey. cool. Sorry, fans. We love Halloween. Well, I did. <laughs> Um, I don't. I really? lived in San Oh, for yeah. Been so long, man. I can understand that. It just gets old. But Whatever, anyway, right. yeah. So we're pretty excited for this episode. We actually went on a uh, little bit road of a trip. road trip today yeah. before we started recording this to try to get a, as Erica and Matt would say, extinct beer. It was actually really funny because they were trying to look for a beer that was like a style of beer that was extinct at the liquor They're just store. Not popular anymore. Yeah. They're just hard to find like well, rare beers. I just put in the group text. I'm like, well, I think that's why they're called extinct. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Whatever. So killing me. what is running us beer wise for this episode? What if we drank so far before this episode was recorded? Ryan, what, what did we drink? What do you mean? Well, Ryan, we got a specific beer at the said liquor store that we went to. That you were all really excited we were really about. Excited about oh, it. yeah, dude, the Natty. Yes. Um, <laughs> which one? Which which Natty was that? I actually really liked that. The Natter Day. The, the Natter, Natter Day. Day. Which it was Erica, pink lemonade and uh, strawberry natty, lemonade. A yeah. strawberry lemonade. Yeah, which yeah. Erica said it's like a shitty Bud Light with with strawberry juice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, all, I'm all right with that. It kind of you know? grew on me towards the end. I was kind of like, you know what? If it was like warm and sunny out, I could crush some that of would these. Be, that might be my summer guilty pleasure beer. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it could be. That along with like the nightlight lime. Like Totes. we are in like a, that one. I'd actually feel good about drinking though. Cause it's like yeah. night shift. No. We are in a, <laughs> Erica <laughs> and I are in a Instagram group message. And I know a lot of our f- listeners, our friends in that group message are in that chat and going to hear this. Erica and I are probably the only two that are fans of this beer. It certainly seems that way. It sparks <laughs> so many, not arguments, controversy, but it's like, yeah, I happen to like the night. I do. Who doesn't like a crushable beer? Come on, you guys. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a good beer. It's good. And if it's going to get craft in the hands of more people and exposed, yeah. I think it's doing its job. I don't think. Definitely. Yes. Obviously, Night Shift is trying to make money. I don't think that they would be in this in the position that they were opening up the Lovejoy. Right. Um, but having, like you were saying, it's like it's nice to have that option that isn't Bud Light Lime. Yes. It's nice to have a craft beer version so you, that you kind of feel better about drinking it. And like they want to grow the brand. We I was discussing this with people like. I don't think it's a bad, certainly a bad thing for the Massachusetts scene to have, um, like, quote unquote, staple breweries or breweries no. that are known for, right? Like, no, totally not. if you think of California, they have Sierra Nevada, they have Stone, they have mm-hmm. uh, Anchor Steam and, yep. and or Anchor Brewing, not Anchor Steam. 
who are their landmark breweries, right? But they also have a ton of other, not lesser breweries, but in Massachusetts, you know, we have the Night Shifts, we have Jack's Abbey, we have Boston, Boston Beer Company. Beer, yeah. Like, it's good for business because it makes Boston a destination for beer drinkers. Totally. And it allows people to go to other breweries. Uh, so I don't have a problem with a brewery saying, hey, we're going to brew a heavily marketable beer. Because knowing Night Shift, they typically swing and, and hit. So, And I know Ryan agrees with that. 100%. I am not a huge Night Shift fan. Like I like their beer, but I mean... They it's not my stuff. it's not my first no. go to, yeah. but I do I, yeah. like what they do. Yeah, no, I love Night Shift. I think everything they bring to the table, even like the the styles that I'm not a huge huge fan of, um, I always feel that they really do hit and they get the home run every time. Um, especially when I went there, you know, as we said yeah. last episode when for my birthday, I did have a couple styles um, that I usually don't really gravitate towards, but. Um, you know, I've always been a big fan of their Awake, which again, not a huge stout, yeah, person or porter. So, um, but I think that Night Shift is bridging that gap between the um, people quote, who drink more big beers. Yeah, the quote yeah. unquote like like Joe Sixpack. Like right, I, I hate to right. use that like political term that no, was big in like, twenty sixteen. Yeah, no, but, totally. That's. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So Maybe they're doing it well. This episode, if you are a fan of those, you know, big brand beers, those New England style IPAs, those get out of here. Yeah, um, you're you're not gonna like this. You're not gonna. <laughs> but Actually, I, I wouldn't say that. No, I but would stay say, tuned and like let us tuned, open yeah. your minds. Yes. So before we do that, I do have a couple sponsors to thank for this episode. Ooh. Our friends over at Beer and Wine Hobby. Beer yeah. and Wine Hobby. They are the best. They are. They really are. And luckily for us, we have an insider source for Beer and Wine Hobby. Our Stop own it. Erica knows everything what? about them. No. I do. You've been here all... You, you're infantrator. Oh my God. <laughs> we knew. From the inside. We have. Um, yeah. So if you guys want 10% off your next order at Beer and Wine Hobby, make sure to go to the link in this episode description below or just go follow them on Instagram yeah. uh, because they have some amazing stuff in wine seasons coming up so you can get yeah. your grapes you pretty soon. You need to get them in like ASAP. Like yes. They are coming in like this coming month. So Very exciting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and Erica's doing some pretty big things coming like up. Like her in the next arms, week. yeah, Ooh, Erica with you, my arms. So, Erica, t- let's let's Ugh. talk about this before yeah. we go a little bit too far into the episode. Yeah, it's let's, very important. Let's discuss. So, if our listeners don't know, Erica is a very active member of Pink Boots Society, and I am going to say something that is a wild, wild fact, and I think I believe this more than anything that the Massachusetts chapter of of pink boots is the strongest chapter of pink boots. Oh no, it is like, so the things down. that the Massachusetts chapter are doing is outstanding. Um, I've heard things that they are basically, you know, like not supporting, but they are like the leaders in pink boots. So we have a very active member part of Brewroots, And what we're going to be bringing more is more pink boots news every week with Brewroots, But, we also yeah. have a vested interest in Erica doing very well in an event coming up that Pink Boots is hosting. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit more? Yeah. So every year we do a wrestling 
Wrestling, a uh, wrestling event, Ooh, like arm okay. wrestling event. Oh, like, yes. arm wrestling. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Right. I got excited. Arm I thought I was going to see a suplex or something. Yeah. Like no, <laughs> no, no. Just arm wrestling. Yeah, it's uh, actually one of our biggest events, or if not the biggest event of the year. It um, sells out every. It year. It sells out every year. So if you guys are looking to get into this, you should buy your tickets for it now. Where um, could you buy your tickets? It's at True North, right? Uh, it's at True North, but uh, buy your tickets on Pink Boots. Go to their website, Facebook, whatever. So That's cool. Our yep. very own Erica is representing Brew Roots and Beer and Wine Hockey yeah. this year. Lit. And yeah. I'd like to say that True North is almost like a home field advantage for us. It is. Because it's in our backyard, pretty much. Backyard. We love True North. I think they love us. We're pretty close. <laughs> we think we. <laughs> I had my birthday there, so I think they love us. Um, <laughs> And Erica's been training like crazy. She just hiked Machu Picchu with her hands, with not even her hands. feet. I, totally. Yeah. I did that. We went through the list, and we think it's going to be a close battle. Yeah. We're, we're trying to, like... There are some worthy opponents. Yeah. No, there are. But I don't know. I'm feeling pretty confident. I think I got this. I'm going to make a wild accusation. I think that the participants would beat the males in the brewing world, They too. might, honestly. Yeah, like... Women in the beer industry are fucking strong. Agreed. Like, they and that's kick awesome. my ass. Well. But I'm going to kick their ass this time. Oh, my God. Yeah. You heard that here first. Watch so, out. Uh, information for this event, um, because not only it it's, like, fun. It's, it's more fun, for fun, but, but it raises money, it's, right? Yeah. We raise money for our uh, chapter yeah. in Boston and then for the Pink Boots Society what? in general. And Pink Boots, so. like, does a ton of scholarship work for mm-hmm. members of... of Pink boots. So yeah. It's really, really cool. Uh, so more information about that event will be in our link below. We're going to be talking yeah, about we'll that every share. week. We'll, so we'll talk about some more. Uh, yeah. And thank you to True North for hosting it. Uh, yeah, do they host it seriously. every year? No, this no, is their first, first time hosting. Year. We change it up every year. Um, we're really excited, though, because True North has a much larger capacity. Where was than it last, last year? year? Last year, it was at... Um, Oh, I'm forgetting. It was this place by Castle Island, kind of down that area. Nice. Um, but it was like a smaller venue. So this year, they're like doubling the amount of people who are going to be allowed, which will be awesome. I'm so excited yeah. for it. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about what we're talking about this week a little bit more. Yeah. Let's let's focus. And uh, Ryan, we have yes, a couple sir. beers that we're going to try right now. So the first beer here is, uh, Erica, how do you say it? Um, it's from Earth Eagle, and it's called Skazam. 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 And it is, the style, again, is a is a, a Groot? It's a, yeah, a Groot beer, but it's a triple Groot. It's so a it's triple Groot beer. And as you guys have been talking, I've been drinking it, and I really like it. Oh, you have Excellent. Damn, it's funny that you like this beer, Ryan, because Ryan is a self-proclaimed hophead. I, I know, but guess what? There's no hops in this beer. So this beer no is made from herbs. Yes. Um, and it's an old German style beer. Well, it's like old England, like old European. It's how they used to brew the beers before they knew hops. Yeah, yeah it's about right. like 1500s, right? Sure. And Sounds good. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the fact that we are able to actually have this beer in our local area is an attribute to the area. Um, because a lot of the beers that we're going to be talking about are actually brewed pretty heavily in the Massachusetts, New Hampshire area. Yeah, so we're actually really lucky because we have the opportunity to have a lot of these, quote-unquote, extinct beer styles here. 
Oh, this is wonderful. This is great. Right? No, it's it's not bad at all. It's yeah. I feel nice. so guilty like drinking this while you guys have been talking. I'm like, God, oh, this is really good. I don't. Uh, so <laughs> I'm almost done with it. Like Erica mentioned, Earth Eagle, um, they aren't. They made it a point to brew this. They always have one on tap, as far yes. as I'm concerned. So yeah. um, one of the original owners, um, and his name was Butch at Earth Eagle, who no longer works there, but I think he has a close relationship to them mm-hmm. still. Um, actually brewed a book called the... They, he brewed a book? He brewed a book. He wrote a book. <laughs> it was, uh, what? It was Brewing with Herbs. Brewing with Herbs. Um, and that's with, by Butch. Yeah, but it was Brewing with Herbs. Um, something about hops. Well, let me look it up, Ryan. Yeah, look, look it up. You got it right there, Because I, I, I do remember this book. It was Brewing with Herbs something to do with hops like it was it's like a saying it was like a pun kind of a deal well ryan i feel like you're wrong i don't know no i don't think so so yeah it was so called what was um, it called again what was it called again matt brewing with hops against all odds okay against yeah. all hops no against, against all, all odds no against all hops oh was it hops? it's all oh, hops yeah funny. i yeah. just but um, you would cool. think that it would be against all odds right. like that's yeah the See, that's the pun part. that's the pun yes. yeah. yeah um but this is a good beer i mean uh I haven't yeah. had a, a Groot beer. I've had them. When did I have them? I had a couple at the Extreme Beer Fest. Okay. A couple breweries were making them for that. No shit. Which is cool, but it's not very extreme. It's more old school. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think this is great. I mean, there's a lot of flavor to it. Um, and it, it is kind of nice not to have that hoppy beer. But why do you think that a beer like this, and I'm just curious why we think a beer like this isn't more popular like what well i think what is it missing well, it's i not think it's the hops. floral it's not yeah. hop yeah exactly it's yeah. the hops it's missing the hops and it's malty you know yeah. so mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a big thing i was reading about a lot of malt forward beers are just not as popular anymore because again those you got hop- people like me yeah you got these hop heads who are just killing it out there yeah so but this is that doesn't mean that this is a this is a "Quote unquote bad beer." Oh no, no, no this I is think delicious. It's, it's really good. Yeah, and I yeah. would definitely have anyone who's listening to this episode who usually doesn't have anything but a hoppy beer. You need to try to get something like this because it is yeah. awesome. In a world of porters and stouts making a kind of a resurgence, do you think that um, Groots will have a place now, or potentially? I mean, those I aren't hop forward beers. Right. I mean, I hope because it's a nice alternative. Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, an, another style we'll that we have here today is the ESB. So yeah, I special. love a good ESB. Yeah. ESBs, believe it or not, and you guys won't believe me, but they're my favorite style of beer. Why is that? No Ryan? way. Honestly, it was one of the first beers I ever had. One of them was actually at Notch. Um, one of like the very first few ESBs I've had. Um, I well, I forget what it was called, but it was really good. Um, and something about it was smooth. It was cool because you could drink it any time of year, in my opinion. Yeah. It just seemed to be like that really good in between. Be like, yeah, it's light, so it's good for the summertime and spring, but it also kind of has some thickness to it for like your winter. Bite, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so an ESB stands for extra special bitter. Bitter. Yes. Um, and it's and it's known for its balance and interplay between the malt and, and the hops. The hop. Yep. Um, 
it's typically a sessionable beer. So mm-hmm. it's low alcohol and basically you can crush a couple. Yeah. And basically, we actually have, you can crush a couple. Yeah, seriously. So, and at uh, Beer Wine Hobby, we have a kit for this. So if you want to like experiment and make one for yourself, you can do that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I've had an ESB before. Um, Bear Wolf in Amesbury mm-hmm. makes a pretty decent ESB. Yeah. And they're so good ice cold to me. Yeah, they yeah. come around every so often at the breweries around here. And it is good. I just wish, you know, it was more of a mainstay at one of them or something. ESB to me is is um is like a it's a special beer because I've had an it ESB is. on, on cask. No, no, but I mean like I've had it <laughs> I've also had it on cask. Yeah, no, I mean it's a very English beer, so that right. would make sense. And I think I prefer it actually like colder than I do prefer yeah. to have it warm on cask. Yeah. Which is like, I think I it brings out more that. of the floral flavors and I'm not a right, hop guy. Are you uh, passing that beer around over here? Yeah. Um, oh, yes. hundred percent. So let's talk about it. What, where is that beer from? It is, um, I don't know how to, I don't really know how to actually pronounce this name. <laughs> this is um, great. I love Fuller's. It's, is it Fuller's? Fuller's. Yeah. yeah Fuller's. It is. Fuller's. It's Fuller's. Okay. I think it's Fuller's because so F U L L, which means full, yep. and then Ers E R S. I'm pretty sure that's just <laughs> Are you serious? You just wasted you precious that? tape time with that. Oh God. What do you think, though? I love it. You love it. I used to go to the British he Beer Company in Danvers um, before they closed down that location for some odd reason. Because every time I went in there, it was always packed. So this was voted Britain's best. Yeah. Fun facts. All right. So it's like. Budweiser, I guess, of Britain. <laughs> so this is but a, they have much higher standards so the, than the America. The Fuller's Beer. Um, this ESB that started all, multi-award winning Fuller's ESB is acknowledged as one of the world's finest Ooh. beers. The unique blend of Northdown, Tarjan, Challenger, and Goldberg. Oh, Goldings. Gold, yeah, Goldings. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, hops balance the rich malty notes for a smooth, full bodied beer bursting with marmalade fruit fruity marmalade throughout Hmm. that was my sexy rendition of the reading all right that was pretty good it it got good towards the end yeah yeah i liked it i got a little turned on this is great yeah right have you have you had this nice i've never had this oh no way yeah yeah, no, British Beer Company had this exclusively untapped, and I like I used as soon as I bought it there, um, Total Wine always had them. They had that, they had their mm. the regular one, and they had a yeah, couple others from nice. that company. And it was it was just kind of cool to have some like British beer mm. like in it's my house. It's a champion ale. Did you catch Ooh, that? it's champion. Yeah, champion. So I can see why this beer, and I'm gonna play like the the bad guy here. I can see why this beer isn't a quote-unquote like marketable beer because it is bitter but it's not that bitter that you get with like a very hoppy ipa right well it's not floral it's not citrusy it doesn't give like you know that the bitterness, burst of juice the it's, bitterness it's comes from the malt think. right like no like, no the bitterness comes from the hops but they're using different hops that are not Floral, juicy, citrusy yeah. that aren't the ones you get in a regular IPA. I like it. 
That's all I care about is I really like it. And, as and they use less hops. They get that nice balance. It's yeah. so confusing to me mm-hmm. that you like this beer. Why? It's just, it, it blows my mind. I don't always just like IPAs. No, I, I, I understand that, but I am not a huge ESB guy. I love them. Right? I love them. But I, I so and good. I'm not a huge IPA guy. And I would prefer an IPA to that. Really? I would. But see, and that's the point, right? And that's what culture, what people, beer people are like. Right. That's why this is not popular anymore because people love the juice bombs. Right. But we Yo, do see- if there was a brewery that had just ESBs, let me tell you, I would be living there. I would get the closest right? apartment <laughs> to that brewery. But there aren't. I know. Well, I mean, that's why we're doing this episode yeah. because extinct beers. Right. So but, the, yeah, I, I I don't I don't get why people don't like this. To be honest with you, why it's not as popular. I don't know why the whole juice thing you know came to be. I but I think the whole I get juice it. thing comes to be because it's it's palatable. Like we just drank. Yeah, it's a great entry level beer for people sometimes. Like, we just drank Natterdays. Exactly. Right. Like exactly. Not that I'm saying that in a New England style IPA is comparable to a natty ice or like a strawberry lemonade natural ice but it is a it's good similar i mean they're juicy right and they're familiar know? flavors yeah when you try that the esb to me like maybe that's why i like that's maybe that's why i like dessert stouts i have such a sweet tooth yeah like i you can and my brain works where if i associate something with it it's more palatable to me where that I mean, if you, if I was to give you that and say, tell me something that tastes similar to other than beer, I don't know if you would be able to. Tea. Hmm. Hmm. Damn. I don't know. That's got like got him. No, but that's true. Like, got him. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> but the but but for example, like the group beer, like while I can't, let me see. See, to me, that tastes like, not like cookies, but you do get like that. I can't tell you anymore because I drank all of mine. <laughs> no, but like, right, here you go. You can tell me. Like, I think that it has like a very floral, not floral, like Well, it's herb. using herbal, it's using spices, it's using those things that you would recognize. Yeah. But don't you taste like it's sweet? Like that, to me, on the second it's, tasting. It's malty. Kind of banana. Yes, I agree. Well, oh, that's from the yeast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But um, it's maltier, and that's oh, 100% the ESP. Maltier, yeah. It's, it's malty, and that's kind of that different flavor yes. that you don't get in IPAs. Now, this next one's going to be a little bit more controversial because I think that we do see a lot of brown. Of uh, This is a brown ale. Yes. Um, Bucko's Poppy brown ale and we're lucky in this area because we have one of the quote-unquote premier brown ales we have the old brown dog yep. from we smutty do. nose yeah which is an awesome beer it mm-hmm. is an awesome beer and i challenge people to tell me it's not because it really honestly like say what you want about smutty nose dude um, there's so much better so i had some uh some of their beer recently and i'm like wow this is yep. a complete 180 good i mean it, it needed to happen yeah um, I, I'm very, I'm very happy for him. I was very impressed. But if you go to, you know, uh, brewery, you know, your local brewery to see a brown 
ale. Like we just went. Oh, it's almost never on tap. Yeah, we just went to Earth Eagle and they're like, oh, yeah, we had a brown ale last week, but. <laughs> not anymore, Joe. Not anymore, you. right? Like they didn't brew it again. Right. Um, and it's not for a lack of like, we enjoy this beer. It's just, unfortunately, does it sell. Right. Doesn't sell like the IPAs. So, right. Ryan, crack that boy open. I will crack this open. Where is that out of? That's New Hampshire. Uh, probably. Um, do, do, do. Buttloads of awesomeness. Handcrafted Hidden Cove Brewing. Does it Maine. Really, does it really say oh. buttloads of awesomeness? Boatloads, I said. Oh. Boatloads. Definitely didn't sound like that, but hmm. cool. Um, <laughs> it's in Wells, Maine. Okay. Uh, okay. Hidden Cove Brewing. Nice. Ooh, we're going yeah. up to Maine in two weeks. So. Yeah, we are. And I'm like, yeah. really excited for that. Yeah, we got some good guests coming up. All right, so this Maine brown ale. Ryan, crack it up. You're an expert at cracking beers. I know. It's the favorite part of every episode. Right. Isn't it? So we are, <laughs> we are, unfortunately, we're drinking most of this beer from the can. Um, other than the, the, the group, group, which yeah, we got group, a growler yeah. of. Yeah, we got a growler of that. We literally, like, I, like we said before, we're on a road trip. Yes. Got this growler. Yeah. But I challenge any of our listeners outside of like the New go Hamp- find some our of these area to and find like some experiment, of these, yeah. you know. Let us know what you think or Explore. lesser known beers that are in your area that we haven't had because there's so many like a Kentucky Common. Yeah. What else? Which we had recently. That was a Somerville Common. Yeah, that yeah, was we, awesome. Really, I, I wanted really to try good. to find one for today's episode, but we couldn't. We found a lot of beers from Kentucky um, at the uh, package store, one of the package stores we went to yeah. before yeah. this episode. Anyway, so I'm sniffing this, and it does not smell like a porter. I think well, it's a brown. That's a brown ale. That's so. why. Or, I mean, I, that's what I meant. <laughs> it does not smell like a brown ale. Interesting. It, yeah. It, it sm- I can smell the hops. You know what? It, it really reminds me of like a black IPA, which okay. is another kind yeah, of extinct which is similar. beer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love black IPAs, and actually, Erica really made you made an awesome one that I still remember that you made at Beer One yeah, Hobby. Yeah, I made one at Beer One Hobby. See, and again, I'll just go on a tangent here with this. As a home brewer, this is kind of your job to bring back these extinct beers because and you have them. that opportunity. Because you have the opportunity, and you can, and you have like a small batch. You can just do it all the time, and it's just our job to keep those extinct beers alive and well. Because at one point, a New England-style IPA was a distinct... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but so, yeah. this is... This is dope. Okay. So, dope. For Ryan's those who don't know... digging it. For those who that don't speak I like Ryan. It. Super dope. <laughs> um, yeah, no. This, this is awesome. It's definitely not what I've, I would expect from a brown ale. You know, I've had tons of brown ales. But the hoppy brown ale... This is cool. Is it called a hoppy brown ale? This is called a hoppy brown ale. Oh, okay. Interesting. Oh, it's not true to brand, So, right, But <laughs> again, sorry. right, this is how they're probably trying to make more money off it by putting in the word hoppy and making it a hoppy brown instead of just a typical brown. So good for them, I guess. <laughs> this could be my everyday beer. Oh, wow. Really? It's so good. Isn't it so good? So Damn. I agree with that, that like... um. Like the IPLs, right? Right. When like Jack's Abbey, yeah. in my opinion, the best beer that Jack's Abbey has, Hoponius on holidays. Oh, it's a good beer. Right? Totally. IPL. Yeah. Imperial Pale Lager. Yeah. Hop Ford. Yep. Low alcohol beer. Yep. Try that. 
Oh, yeah. I can see why Ryan likes this. Just the nose is very hoppy. It's so good. It is rather delicious. Yes. But this is not a brown ale. This is not a brown ale. No. This is a hoppy brown ale. Honestly, I don't even think you can even call it that. No, I think you can. There's you can. definitely got there's, that there's roasty. Undertones. Yeah, it's roasty. There's for undertones sure. of the brown. I, I couldn't. I couldn't taste the roastiness. Oh, really? On the tails of it, you definitely you can. can. Oh my god, totally. we're we're turning into such beer assholes. Being oh like, I know. Oh no. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, but it's it's that is uh, as far away from a brown ale that you can get with calling it a brown ale. Yeah, I mean it's delicious. It's very for sure, good. but um. But well, yeah. but nonetheless, hey, like well, that's we cool. we did talk about that's old cool. brown dog, and right, and that is a beer in our area, which you can get it at every liquor store. And really, I don't think a lot of people realize that they're drinking a quote unquote brown ale. Yeah, right. So, is Money Nose producing that beer because they're trying to be different and produce? I think a brown? no. It's one of the classics. It's, it's the one that they've always brewed. Yes. But what about? Another, speaking of local breweries, right? About like the whole extinct beer, Uncle Bob's, which is I believe that's close to a bitter, if I'm not mistaken. It is, yeah. So that's yeah. R- R- uh, Riverwalk. Yeah, that's Riverwalk, and and that again, that's one of my favorite beers. We're right. very there. lucky, like we said, yeah. we are very lucky in the we area the, that yeah. we grew. Yeah, we have we the whole Bosch in. thing too going on. The Bosch. The box, that's yeah. my box. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was another one of the styles that they were saying is not yeah. really popular anymore. It's kind of going extinct. But again, we're also lucky. We have Notch um, and Liar's Bench that both do big Bachfest every yeah. year. And like um, a lot of these breweries, um, and I, it goes back to, you know, like the night shifts, the Notches, the Liar's Benches. They produce, you know, their quote unquote like and I hate the word flagship, right? Or there. Well, that's, I mean, that's another extinct flagship, beer. Right. That's, that's another, another extinct, extinct like, beer. Term, like right. the whole yeah. flagship beer. Like breweries aren't really even doing that. No, anymore. but they are. They just make what the customer wants. Correct. That's right. all but they do. A lot of the times, you're telling me that a place like Night Shift is able to make um, as many. Berliner vices that they make or many as many experimental beers that they try to make and put to market. Yeah. You know what? A, a better example is Notch, for example. And I love Chris, right? I, and I think the brewery, Brianna, what, whatever they're doing. Their beer is amazing. Everything, right? Yeah, totally. But if Left of the Dial IPA or, or Session IPA didn't sell as well as it does, would they be able to do stuff as, as, Lager, as Lagerfest? Um, you know, would they be able to sell? And that's a good question. Right. Totally. I, th- I don't even want to think about this conversation. Can we stop this conversation? <laughs> no, no, no. But like, because you know how I feel about not. All right. Here we go. Jack's Abbey. Right. All right. So Jack's Great. Abbey. I've never been there. Right. right let's talk so about So Jack's that. Abbey, they have their house lager, which I love. Yep. Very digestible so beer. Mm-hmm. It sells a ton. Yeah. Their blood orange wheat rattler. Yep. I know. Sells I can't a walk ton. In- yeah. I can't walk into a liquor store without seeing that. Yeah, in the summer. It but is if you everywhere. go to their brewery or if you have Springdale, that is what's fun financing these lesser known yeah. extinct beers. So the next time that you guys out there talk shit, I guess, about, you know, when a night shift does their Bud Light Lime version right, of a beer, right. right? It is to bring us beer nerds the beers that they probably actually want to brew. Right. 
And that's a good point. And I feel like we don't always think about that. It's a business. Actually, like It's a business, right? And you have to make money. So they do brew the IPAs so that they can make the brown ales, you know? I mean, I, I, I liken it back to music. It's like, I remember growing up. We all like, have that one hit wonder. Right. Or, you or even one t- hit single on that album. Or if you talk about like, like Eric Clapton, for example, probably hates playing the song Layla. Oh, probably totally. absolutely hates it. He's played a thousand times, but it's given him such a better light. Well, he's had so many other hits. Probably a bad example, but I mean. But you listen to that one song and then you go listen to the rest of the album yes. too, right? So that's kind of the right. idea. Right. And these are. So I guess, you know, that, uh, you know, flagship beers and music. Yeah, I guess music, Ryan, go hand in hand. Now, flagship beers and those like experimental ones that we're able to do go hand in hand. 100%. Yeah. So I guess in closing, we are, we've been enjoying these like we've lesser really enjoying them. known brands. So. Before you go out and you go to your favorite brewery and try your old standby, maybe give the one that you've never heard of a chance. Yeah. Like Bone Ups Cream. Bone Ups Cream. Ooh, cream Ale. Cream. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So like there, I guarantee you, if you go to your brewery, you're going to see. They'll have one. They, they should have at least one. Yeah. A traditional yeah. style. Yeah. At least or they should. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, at least in New England. I, mean, I Again, yeah. I don't know how it is outside of New England. Um, but most of the breweries around here do have like one kind of. And the way I look at it is, those are the beers that the brewer probably really wants to make. Yeah, hundred so percent. Really putting their yeah. their like blood, sweat, and tears into it, which try that try for it. them. I mean, yeah. because you never know. Your favorite beer could be a beer you've never heard of. True that. Yep. So I guess we have killed dead beers. <laughs> we killed it, yo. Yo, we've <laughs> killed it. Yeah. So uh, thanks to Earth Eagle. Uh, what Fuller? Yeah, Fuller. And um, then, uh, and then uh, Hidden Cove. Hidden, Hidden Cove, Cove for uh, yep. in helping letting us, us out tonight. Helping us out tonight. Explore some lesser known beers. Uh, of course, we have not hit. Every lesser known oh my beer God, there out there. So, so many. Hell no. So if there's a beer out there in podcast land that we haven't explored tonight, we would love to know about it because Get I want to learn more. Yeah. We like trying new things. Yeah. I mean, we or tried old things. I, I would I would, say, I would go with Erica. Yeah. Old things. Old things. Yeah. yeah. Old but new. Old but new. Old but new. Um, but yeah. So you guys can look forward to next week's episode because we are featuring... Aeronaut. We are featuring Aeronaut. That was and it's a really gonna, fun episode. I was not able to be there and I was very upset. It was I wanted great. to go so bad. Yes. So we'll take them next time. Yeah, yeah. So look forward to next week's episode. And if you guys have any uh, suggestions for us, don't be hesitant. Hit us don't, up. Don't hesitate to hit us up. And where can they hit us up, Erica? Oh, you can find us everywhere, really Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Or our email address. Or our email address. Which is? Basically everyone's info name at Brewroots. Well, there's info at Brewroots. <laughs> what? There's Matt at Brewroots. There's Erica at Brewroots. And there's Sound Guy Ryan at Brewroots. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if you're afraid of Ryan, email Erica. If you're afraid of Erica, email Ryan. And don't email me. <laughs> <laughs> don't email me. <laughs> don't email me. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so 
thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, another huge thanks is to Shirts on Tap. Yes. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with them, if you use our promo code BREWROOTS, you get your first box for only Erica Go. $5. I got Amazing. such a kick-ass shirt from Chicago. Ooh, I, know I got did. one from Colorado oh, see, last week. It was so awesome. You can choose the shirt, which is even better. And there aren't many subscription services that you get where you can actually choose the shirt that you want to have. Not even just and the you shirt, can, but like the style of the shirt. I know. Long sleeve, short sleeve, light cotton, heavy cotton, you are logo in, in the front, logo in the back. You are in control of your own destiny. Yeah. And these are real legit breweries. We Erica posted a picture of her shirt and our friend Christine, my friend Christine, yay, was like, that's in my backyard. Holy shit. How'd you get that shirt? Oh, Christine. <laughs> you know Christine I know as Christine. well. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's sick. Yeah. So Shirts on Tap, thank you. You make these episodes possible. Uh, Beer and Wine Hobby, you also make these episodes possible. And you know who else makes these episodes possible? You. You. The listener, yeah. we could not do this podcast without your positive words of encouragement. We get so, so many DMs, and I am so sorry that we are behind on re- responding back. We also get positive comments on our our podcast mediums that we're on. We, but continue to share and review. Yes. Give us your feedback. Even if you tell one person about our podcast... That means the world to us. Um, really if, does, yeah. yeah. And if you don't like something that we're doing, and that's keeping you from sharing it with somebody, well, let us know. Let us know because we want to improve, and we're trying to improve every week. Um, and we've spent a lot of time making this the podcast that we want to present to people. So, without further ado, go out there, enjoy some lesser-known beers. Yeah, please do do it and we'll catch you next week catch you on the flip side for another episode cheers cheers guys cheers everyone